Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Cowboys Takeover. My name is Jason Kent. Man, we have a doozy for you today. What a great game last night. What a great game it was. And to bring into the discussion right away, let's get him in. The man that was there to discuss, I think, what the key takeaways from last night's game were for our Dallas Cowboys. Mr. Aaron James. Aaron, how you doing today, sir? Jason, I'm doing good, man. I'm still pumped, still have... Uh, high emotions, uh, high energy uh, from being at the game. And, you know, that doesn't just leave you overnight, especially when it's the kind of statement victory that we had um, at MetLife in Northern Jersey. And I can tell you, yeah, I'm excited. I'll, I'll share in a couple minutes what the atmosphere was like um, sitting there with some Cowboys fans, also with some Giants fans. But let's dive into some key takeaways uh, for the Cowboys. Now, kind of a, a historical performance. We haven't seen this, this type of um, winning differential since the late 90s. Um, Dak continues his winning streak uh, against the, the G-Men now at 11 straight games. And we know they're not, they're not, G-Men are not happy about that. Um, Cowboys have had 70 turnovers in the last 35 games. So the statement, key takeaway for me, curious if you're on board, if you have something else in mind, is that our defense is on track and showcase they they need to be respected because they are after that number one uh, defense in the team. And I'll put it, I want to put it this way. David versus Goliath, right? When this team... Jumped off to that that lead from special teams to that turnover uh, defense special teams touchdown. They didn't take their foot off the gas from there. But many may re- not remember this part, but when David took down Goliath, he got the sword out and he decapitated, got that <laughs> head, picked up the head, carried it into Jerusalem, and that's just like the mentality and that you know this defense I think wants a statement. This defense wants to make. And we're going to see it throughout the rest of the season. What do you got, Jason? See, the defense was quite impressive. I'll give it. I will say that. I'm I'm happy they played so well. Um, The big takeaway is still, I think, that run defense. You know, I know I don't think it looked as bad because they got out to that um, quick lead. But that first drive, I felt like Daniel Jones was running the ball, as we see there. Saquon had some good runs. Um, they, they Their run defense didn't look great. And then, um, you know, they got – I don't want to say got lucky because I'm sure you practice it. But then they got the, you know, the block field goal for the touchdown at the end of – you know, at the end of that drive, which really helped solidify things. Um, and then next drive, three and out. Then Dallas goes down. You know, you score – Interception. So it's like, man, just four positions right in a row. Dallas is like heating up. So Giants never got a chance to get into their groove offensively. Um, after that first drive, I felt like because their O line is pretty abysmal. Um, Daniel, I felt bad for Daniel Jones, really. Like, but this to me is how the Cowboys, if they're going to win, it's got to be playing like this. And what I mean by that, you got to play from ahead because once they got that lead, you saw those. They unleashed the dogs, you know, mm-hmm. Micah Parsons, Lawrence. They just went through. They had seven sacks last night. 
I think they're second most all time. You know, Osa Odigizu, I love his name, two sacks. Dorrance Armstrong, a sack. Chauncey Golston, after he got a sack taken away, goes back next play and gets a sack. Like, these guys were eating up there. Um, so I was happy to see, like you said, they didn't take their foot off the gas. They dominated on that defense. They went after, um, and they made the big plays when it, when they needed to be played. And Trey, um, Trayvon Diggs, man, that, that first, the pop out for the interception for the touchdown later forced fumble. This dude just has a knack for getting the ball away from the offense. And it is quite impressive to see. And even Gilmore, man. Gilmore day one gets an interception. Um, so that's, I thought they would come out and ball. Um, luckily, we didn't need the offense much, but that defense, they, you know, I guess Aaron James and Ryan Clark may be right, you know? <laughs> Number one scoring defense in the NFL right now. Seven sacks, two interceptions. There's one right there. I think to your point, when the offense, when the Giants, when the G-men have to be on the field, they had like three, two to three back-to-back possessions in a relatively quick amount of time because of the turnovers. So when you think about the offensive line being out there against our defensive unit without very much of a you know a break where that you generally get with a couple mix of drives, I, I think that that played a little role. This this pass interference right here, um, you know, it was kind of like, oh, man, I, when I was there, I'm not sure if that was really – a you know catchable ball uh the giants fans around me didn't think it was it it was a pi uh, they didn't really seem to uh, go into it very much um and the tell on the broadcast but like you said you know like it or not we, we dominated we made a statement and um we'll get into it later but i think there's also there were some some pluses in not having to show you know showcase a lot of our um, I would say, I don't know about maybe scheme plays going into a tough defensive match for a week two. So I, I think there's some positives that can come from that. And it doesn't help, you know, when it's raining like it was. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of drop balls from Dallas. The tight end position, I, I texted you last night right away. It was uh, one thing that was very concerning because um, in games later in the season, you're going to need those guys to catch it. Um, so you, you can scratch it off as maybe a little bit, you know, you're the new guys a little bit. It was raining last night, but you know, those, a lot of, when those balls hit you in the hands like that, you, you got to catch them. Um, so that's something I think is something keep your eye on um, because Dak, he looks to his tight ends a lot. So if these guys are dropping the ball, it, it's, it's not going to be good. Um, and I was impressed by the way Pollard ran as well on offense. Um and I say that because the Giants, once you get up like that, the Giants know you're running. So mm-hmm. the way Dallas was able to run the ball with the Giants pretty much knowing at this point, you know, we got such a, a large lead, we can go ahead and just run. And they just were able to still run. Um, so that was one thing I was happy with. Um, you know, and the offensive line looked pretty good missing Tyler Smith. And, you know, his replacement going down mid-game, I don't I don't remember if they had said how long I was out for, um, but you know, the offensive line was impressive as well. Um, so the little things they played the way they should have against the team that I think we thought was the perfect matchup for them because they did things well that Dallas struggled against with the run. Um, but Dallas should have beat them and they, they handled them very, very well. 
Yeah, we, we were both confident. We had pretty convincing predictions. Uh, I think two touchdowns, more or less. I was at, I think, 34. I think you were at 31. We had the Giants scoring maybe 17, 20, but some of that those points coming in garbage time. So those were pretty convincing, you know, convincing win, but this was totally dominant um, from start to finish, really. I mean, the Giants, I would say, you know, they they had me a little bit nervous. They were they were moving down the field that very first drive, but couldn't rebound from the momentum and just the air we took out of that stadium. Um, I definitely felt a, a three and out next, but like that's got to sting because you they were 11, an eleven play drive. I think that was what took me. I was like, man, that's not this isn't the, that first drive wasn't the Dallas defense we thought, mm-hmm. and then one thing happened and it just flipped. And then once, you know, once they got that nine, nothing lead, dude, those, that's what I'm worried about though. If that's a close game, it may play out a little different because their run defense and giants were able to control the ball a lot. And that, you know, I know it's one drive, but I think even throughout the game, Saquon still had pretty good numbers. They just weren't able to use him. um, I'm sure as they imagined, they were going to be able to. Yeah, yeah, and and we'll get more into that, but let's let's talk about our next topic here and what we have. Speaking of the Giants, uh, you know, there was a lot of hype um, going into this season, um, and even a lot of analysts, the pros, some of them picked the Giants to upset the Cowboys. They they were just going off of them building off the prior season. Um, and, and everyone knows they outperformed their, their talent and expectations. But then you have, you know, what, what took place last night. Well, what would you say we learned from the Giants yesterday? That's not a lot, honestly. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't think they were good to begin. I, you know, they're probably a 9-10 win team just because, uh, you know, they ha- do have talent. Um, but on a night where just everything seemed to go wrong, to me, I take, you know, when you get blown out like that, I take, you know, I don't think there's a lot you could take from it because it really okay. felt like everything they did just turned to dog crap. <laughs> you know, that, like Daniel, I, Daniel Jones is in there with four minutes left, just getting eaten alive by Dallas's second team. Like, at some, like, come on, you know, Daniel, he, he shown, you know, he had, he did struggle. Uh, he had a few drop, you know, from the, uh, from snaps just because how wet it was. As we said, Dallas's receiver tight ends were dropping some balls. Um, and Dallas, like, I think everybody agrees that Dallas does have a pretty good defense. You know, they showed last night they're, you know, on top of being able to blitz, they can play coverage. They and, and they're fast. They are really fast. So that neutralizes a lot of what the Giants, you know, they got they tried to upgrade speed, you know, get more weapons, but Dallas has so much on defense. Um, you know, I, I do think in that second game, it'll be a much better game. I don't think it'll be this bad again. Um, I just, you know, it was, it really felt like a, just an off night for the giants and just everything really went right for the, for the Cowboys. And and I don't want to try to downplay the win cause it's a huge win, but it just really felt like that from the, from that opening, I don't want to say opening drive. Cause it, but from that field goal attempt, after just nothing they even missed a, a 36 yard field goal like everything that could go wrong went wrong for them um you know so i, I still think they're going to be a, a wild card team definitely a shot um, okay but yeah uh for for me with the giants um 
I feel like I, I don't I guess the sample size I know it and I could be prisoner of the moment, but it just seemed to me that they they regressed a little bit. Um, you know, Jalen Hyatt uh was did pretty well in the in the preseason, but he didn't get a lot of snaps from from what I saw. I think maybe even only a couple handful, less than a handful of targets. Um Darren Waller, again, the big thing with him is can he stay healthy? And he ever he came into the game questionable and was a came game time decision because of a hamstring issue. So yeah, I mean it I guess it's not fair to um to you know to say that oh like they can't do anything with them. He was probably 80% and you know hamstrings are really annoying to play with you because you know you can't you really can't uh uh go full speed because you know you can't pump the brakes and that's when that the hamstring starts to to kind of kick in. Uh, at, I did listen to the post game uh, show with uh, Brian Dable, and he really—it sounds like you were reading off his script because he said we uh, tanked in every area that we could tank, <laughs> and uh, you know he said we're gonna—he said no excuses and and uh, we're just gonna have to move on from here. I mean that was really a, a demoralizing type of game. I don't know how they're going to rebound. I mean, you, if you recall, we, we had this type of blowout against the Vikings last season. And we knew that the Vikings were a pretty solid team. They they rebounded and going to the playoffs. You know, they didn't have a hangover. But I, I, I just feel like this happening at, you know, game one Sunday night football, I think it's going to be a little bit uh, – I, I think it's going imp- to impact the team more so then later in the season where you're just like, Hey, we're all, you know, we're all banged up. They got the best of us or what have you, uh, man. See, you don't take account for anything like any of that, like game one Dallas, you know, I, I get, we made a big deal about their guys not playing. It seemed to affect the offense and Dak maybe a little bit, um, but that defense, I didn't think it would affect them at all. Come on. You really don't think, See, I I do like, and I didn't listen to Dable at all, so I had no idea. Okay, but I do think week one is probably the easiest one to get over, especially in those conditions against a team that is, you know, teams that you know one of the three teams that are going to win the NFC. So you're playing one of the best teams in the NFC week one in that those conditions. I, I do cut the Giants a little bit of slack, um, you know, especially and but the one thing I noticed is something I think all Giants fans have said over the years, especially ones that I know, that they're always looking for offensive line. Like offensive line has been, always been their biggest struggle. I know they have that left tackle Thomas, who they said, but when you only have only one guy, it doesn't matter because every other position was getting beat. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I tend to. It's all tough right. for me to really bash on him, you know. Well, one thing for sure, week one of the NFL, you don't want to come across a top three defense you know uh, ranked defense for game one because it's probably going to show a lot of flaws in your game <laughs> and you know look at the pittsburgh steelers some, some were calling on an upset there and they could only score what i think it was seven points that's what it was it's funny my buddy uh he's like i was talking to him I was over his house saturday night he's just talking like yeah I'm worried about this game. San Fran, best preseason offense. I'm like, dude, stop. Or no, uh, Pittsburgh. I was like, Pittsburgh, and they blow. I see, yeah. They, their, their defenses, like you said, when you face those top few defenses early on, especially teams you're just trying to figure it out, it's not good. And they, you know, both those defenses dominated. It makes for a fun week five matchup. I can't wait for that. Well, we cover a lot of the division on this show. So 
We're going to talk more about the Giants and we'll have a couple comments on them uh, to see if they are, in fact, able to rebound and what they look like. And and again, my point, final point is just that they have nothing to hang their hat on. Yeah, couldn't really put anything together. 12 passing yards at halftime. Uh, couldn't even get a touchdown. Missed a field goal, like you said. So we'll we'll see how things go. I mean, the Brian Dayball does deserve, you know, he has, has earned, uh, based off of his reputation thus far, that, that he should be able to turn this team around. And fortunately for them, it is week one. So that I guess that that's one of the positives. Um, so transitioning to our boys, Cowboys Nation, um, a lot to be impressed about. We, we even talked about a couple of things uh, starting off the show. But uh, Jason, what else do you have or what do you want to elaborate on uh, as far as our team? I just think that defense again, like I know we've been saying it most of the show. They were impressive. And that to me, when you know, that shows, I think that does get it to the Giants and they were bad. It shows what when Dallas does get ahead, they're going in and you can't really run against them because you have to throw. They're, they're scary and they're going to force a lot of turnovers this year. Um, it'll, you know, it'll be nice to play the, the Eagles and the San Frans because then we'll know where we're really at. Um, but a lot, any like those teams that are less than us this defense should feast. So it's not like, I don't, to me, it wasn't any one person. I think, you know, Trayvon Diggs, like I said, really resulted in, in two turnovers. You know, Gilmore got his interception. That defensive line just, they're rolling them through and just eating, and they have so much depth there now. Um, you know, Micah just, he looked fantastic yesterday. Um, so I'm just, I was just rather, I didn't think they would, and I, like maybe prisoner of the moment <laughs> I was very much impressed with how well that defense played and really just shut them down and didn't take the foot off the gas. I thought maybe the giants would get something late. That defense came and just showed up and played all 60 minutes. And it was fabulous to see. And the, I'm really excited to what, see what Dan Quinn has for that, for this defense going forward this year. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, a couple things there on the defense, Trayvon Biggs, a big hit on Saquon that caused for that ball to pop up. And I've commented before, Diggs, not that physical, does, is, doesn't have the hit stick on Madden. They just <laughs> turned it off for him. Uh, but he gets that big hit, lays out uh, Saquon so Bland can get the pick six. Uh, I thought that was huge. If you noticed, uh, Parsons was on different spots of the D-line. Now, when I started to see that, the first thing that came to mind was if he can have – Hit amazing production that we anticipate him out of different spots throughout that D line. I think that can elevate him potentially for an MVP candidate of the league. Not, not forget defensive player of the year. I think if if he can dominate, have multiple sacks in multiple parts of that front, he will be. You know, he'll get. He should be. I know, you know, we always talk about put the quarterbacks up there, but he he should be in the conversation. <clears throat> he's gonna have to break the record for that. It's possible he could definitely do it, but he's gonna have to break the record for that. I would I would think, or match or come close. I think it depends how how. No, you have to have you have to have twenty three sacks. I don't and think you, I don't think even twenty still because we've seen guys with twenty not even sniff an MVP vote. You got to break that sack. And I think you got to get like 25 if it's going to be like a defensive line. Because Aaron Donald hasn't even won an MVP. And that dude's been one of the most defensive 
a dominant defensive player. You know, some say the greatest of all time defensive yeah, lineman. And true. he hasn't sniffed an MVP vote. So he's going to have to do something very impressive. Um, you know, but he can do it. He's got that type of talent and he's still only in his third year. They're if they they showed that statistic last night where I think what the first year kind of split between linebacker defensive line. Last year he got all of his all of his sacks on defensive line and about 85% of his snaps on defensive line. Um so even Dallas understands he needs yeah. to be on that line. So uh as far as who else I was impressed with to me and this might surprise you may or may not the coaching staff. I listened in okay. to to Mike McCarthy post game and he was talking about how they had uh, a scheme for the inclement weather and how they had different play designs, different, you know, place to call depending on, you know, how wet the ball was going to be and, and the conditions. And so, and uh, Dak even said in his interview, uh, which I watched as well, that he also was practicing with the wet ball. He's like, it's, you're basically catching a, a, a you know, bucket of water. It feels like uh, <laughs> at times. So, you know, we talked about uh, we're going to get into the miscues, but to me, I got I have to give the coaches credit where it's due. Uh, penalties were not, were not a thing of conversation for our team. Um, didn't extend drives because you know we had a lot of momentum uh, shifts and pl big plays on defense and special teams. And in years past, those big plays on defense would be. Uh, overcome by penalties or yes. um so uh kudos there like i, I mentioned uh, uh daniel jones 12 passing yards i mean he was that first couple drives he was mobile and dan quinn put a put a spy out a couple times and the the d-line started to contain contain a little bit more uh so just the like the in-game uh adjustments to to ultimately continue their dominance shout out to marquis ball this guy essentially replaced i mean he, he probably took overshone spot but jabril cox he not he not only took his spot but he also took his number at uh 14 <laughs> at insult to injury uh eight total tackles most on the defense one of those was a tackle for loss and i think it was like a third and short um if i recall correctly um seven sacks but to me a lot of it um, goes to the coaches and the planning and the preparing that that went into this game. And I think it was an extra extra double thumbs up that we got to get some cobwebs out because uh, as we were talking about pregame, Jason, you were a little bit nervous that there wasn't a lot of preseason play. So in a lot of ways for the offense, it was it. Felt like for me coming out of out of halftime, it was like okay, let's just run this like a preseason game. Let's just get some get some plays under our belt. Uh, we don't have to show too much to the Jets, and um, you know, being there just to to comment on on that piece. You know, Giants fans, everyone's riled up. Uh, everyone's happy with you know uh, pumped up with that first drive, and then um, as soon as that uh, that return uh, special teams touchdown, block kick, block field goal. And it really took the air out of the stadium. Uh, the guys behind me that were Giants fans were, <laughs> you know, calling for calling uh, Daniel Jones to call him Danny Dimes, which I don't know how he even earned that type of title. No um, idea. 
Yeah, no idea. But they call him Danny Dimes, and they were they were yelling at him, and then you know the the cursing started to come as early as the second quarter, and um, before you know it, um, they're they're checked out uh, by halftime. You know the fans were a lot of them were under the covers, like they didn't want to add insult to injury and, and get uh, wet while they were watching. <laughs> it was a rough game. Yes. Yeah. While they were watching their team get beat. I wouldn't even wanted to stay and watch the Cowboys win. I, I don't play with that. <laughs> um, but now you just gave us your, you know, you dig the coaching staff, which that's their job, you know, to prepare them for this. So I'm not as impressed. What okay. do you think the areas of improvement need to be? You know, I, I don't, it's gotta be tough after week one and a 40, nothing schlacking. Um, but where do you think they can grow from here? Yeah. So the, the tight end room, as you mentioned, accounted for at least, um, I, have to, I would have to double check the numbers, but it looked like they accounted for a majority of the drops. Uh, I think it was Hender yeah. shot that dropped a touchdown. Um, Jake Ferguson dropped on what should have been the first he had, down. He had two, I think he two, drops. Drive. Oh, yeah, two, two or three drops Ferguson had. He yeah, did not and impress. W- with the wet ball, Dak did sail a ball on CD uh, that looks like it would have been a touchdown. There was also a d- defensive holding um, on that play. When we were in the red zone, I did, and especially um, a couple possessions uh, at the goal line, I I was really nervous because like Pollard, you know, wasn't getting in on the first attempt, and I was like, man, this is kind of the Zeke part. You know, this is the Zeke uh, handoff and 99% touchdown rate. Uh, but I do think we're going to get uh, that back with Rojo. I do think he runs a little bit lower to the ground and Can harder to the ground. Yes, I'm, you know, I'm big on Rojo. And, um, hey, look, because of the result we got, I will give a pass to Brandon Aubrey for missing that, op- nope. that uh, field goal. Uh, because it's week it's week one and it came off really weird like it was it was like a up Terrible and down take. spiral i was quite it was, upset it you was know, after the end over end the joy of that block touch or block field goal for a touchdown you get the agony of missing another field goal game one first extra point of the season and we're already shanking it it's not yeah. looking good okay <laughs> i hope it doesn't come down to a field goal in playoffs this year um no, I'm not going to rip him that much. First game, it's wet, tough conditions. I'll give the kid a pass this time. Um, you know, but yeah, the tight end room, I think that was something we stressed. And, you know, you said you were very happy with the tight end room and you were, you know, good with them not going after anyone. Um, but yeah, that's tough. You can't, you can't be dropping open passes. And, you know, you, because it's a 40 nothing game and, you know, at this point they don't matter. It's, you kind of can shake it off. Um, and I'm sure that's what the coaches, are you know probably preaching to him a little bit um but in, in the bigger games and the bigger moments um especially you know compl- you know to me you're you're an NFC championship team you should be at least being the NFC championship game um so when you you can't have those um you can't have those little mistakes and every game matters and you know every opportunity matters so you can't you these are mistakes now that I'm glad they're making now but if it goes to on and continues um they're going to have to look for a tight end because you can't Dak does drop it off and i get we have a very deep receiving core um you know but Dak does look to his tight end so we need somebody a very reliable guy that he can just throw it to and you know just 
a Witten type of guy. And I'm not saying 1,400 yards, but I'm just, you know, somebody that can catch the ball. <laughs> when it's I don't care that it's raining. It hit it hit the like yeah. if they were tough passes, I get it. But when they hit you right there, mm-hmm. come on. Especially Ferguson. When I saw the second one, I was like, you know, what are we doing here? Like you already dropped one. You know yeah. you're probably the lead dog for the number one tight end, and you're dropping two, three passes opening night. And it's not like they were tough catches. So I, I think those um need to be worked on and ironed out. Um Outside of that, there was really nothing down. You know, maybe Dak's accuracy a little bit, but I can give that to weather. Yeah, I was. Balls. I was really hoping that we'd show more love and play design for Mike, Michael Gallup. Uh, he's kind of, you know, he's. I feel like uh, they did take I, a I, couple I really shots. To, I think with him. Yeah, I mean the the ones that they did. I mean, he had some catches, uh, but the one the shots that they they did take, they weren't really catchable balls. Yeah, um, and that. and I I was looking out for him uh, when the game was going on, and he was getting separation. But the Dak was just looking at Dak, kind of he understands, and you know there was a lot of motion, so Dak was knowing Dak knew what the coverage was going to be, and he already knows where he's going to go with the ball um, before you know uh, before snapping. So, yeah. uh, but at the same time, you know we have so many weapons, you can't uh, you can't just evenly distribute the ball to everybody Not if you, if you no. wanted to. But Cooks looked amazing. Uh, like you said, Gilmore looked, Gilmore got a pick. Uh, uh, Diggs contributed to a pick and also forced a fumble in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, so on a big uh, play, too. Solid. It was a pretty yeah. big play. Like it was, that was going to be a bit night. It looked like the Giants were starting to put something together, you know, at least for confidence at the end. And, yeah, he's just like not today, buddy. I'll take that from you. Have a good one. <laughs> uh, but it was, you know, I'll tell you what week one to go. I, I think you couldn't have asked for a better week one. Um, the only way I think it would have been better if we go kind of what are your thoughts? We're on, you know, I know it's with the Eagles needing that that defensive stand at the end where the guy had to be out of bounds for a catch, man. Are you does that make you feel a little more confident where the Cowboys kind of jumping over or is it, you know, at the end of the day, they got that W that's all that matters. Well, the annoying part with the Eagles and especially last season is that they won the games they were supposed to win at the end of the day and not, you know, many of the games were pretty ugly. Uh, The NFL, there is not a lot of room for error in these games, regardless of what the power rankings say. Um, yeah, I mentioned last uh, last year our our game against the Texans took the fourth quarter drive. You know, Mahomes has, went into overtime with them. Eagles uh, needed a last second field goal against the Cardinals, if I recall correctly. They had to they had to come back against the Colts when Jeff Saturday was the head coach for them. Uh, so you know they they find ways to win, which is annoying, but. In this week one game, I think I think we got a glimpse. I think we got a glimpse. Now, wait, hold on. I'm gonna disagree with well, you. I think what, I think what we have, I think what we've underestimated. New offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, and eight uh, new starting uh, defensive players. Um, now, so you know. 
uh, hurts. I, I caught most of it on red zone and we were kind of, we were tailgating. So I, I didn't get to see the full game, but his numbers, you know, really weren't all that impressive. Um, and they, I feel like they made the, the Patriots. Now the, ba- the Patriots defense is, is a real defense. Yeah. Top, top, probably top six, top seven uh, for what that's worth. Um, but to allow Mac Jones to, to kind of come back and potentially have that game, uh, leading drive, and there were even some miscues um, on the defense, and they don't even really have, you know, they have um, Smith Schuster, but I don't think anyone really sees him as a threat. Uh, now they have a a quick turnaround here. The Eagles do playing Thursday night. Is it against the Cardinals? Um, I, let me see. I, I think, think it is Cardinals week two. Yeah. yeah no, it's Minnesota. Well, Minnesota oh, week. Minnesota, who's who's bouncing off uh, a disappointment, if I re- a disappointing game, if I recall correctly. So they're going to be a little bit apt up to, uh, to to come back strong. And I think Eagles need they need to sharpen up. But fortunately for them, they have a pretty easy September. Uh, they just always seem to take care of Kirk Cousins and prime time um, Kirk. You know, prime time yeah, Thursday night's yeah. definitely going to lose. So, so I want to see, you know, how they perform that game before I'm before I, I continue this snowball that I'm I'm creating. I'm gonna go ahead and just smash that snowball right now, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna say no, it didn't matter. It was raining. Same for them. Eagles did what they're supposed to do. I'm still it's still them. I, I don't think that game just like this game, I think that actually helped uh new england a little bit you know they're probably jazzed up because peyton or not peyton i'm sorry brady uh brady knight so i'm gonna say that game name meant nothing i'm eagles you know like you said at the end of the day last year they won the games they're supposed to win this year you know game they're supposed to win they won so you know you know right now it's still you know match point we're still playing we got a long way to go but the eagles are still who i think they are i think they are who we think they are I think that was Dennis Green, right? We didn't uh, have, but we're not going to let them off the hook. <laughs> yes, it was Dennis Green. Now, I am really interested to see what the, the new power rankings are going to be. They come out, I believe, Thursday or maybe Wednesday. Uh, but Dallas has to be one after we'll, that. We'll, <laughs> we'll be talking about it. I mean, I think we had the most um, dominating performance, um, overall performance. I think it was the only shutout. Uh, that took place it was on sunday i think we were sixth in, in most power rankings the Bengals really pooped the bed with joe burrow throwing for like 82 yards got benched in the fourth quarter i should know he's my starting qb <laughs> fantasy but uh i think we're gonna see some movement there be interesting to see if there's any movement um anywhere else um maybe so i guess maybe we, we move to the to top five um, but I think it's going to be interesting to see. I, I would like to see us by the end of September. You know, we're going to need some statement wins. We're definitely uh, going to be better than San Fran. Let's we should be, definitely be ahead of San Fran. Our goal should be above San Fran by, you know, no. post that weekend when we play them this October weekend. 11. We're going to be better than them come Wednesday. So, yeah, that's what we are. We're going to be the number one team in NFL after this week. Power rankings, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Um, I was just going to bring that. Out. I was going to ask you like, so next week, I know, you know, we have next week's show coming out, but some big news coming Monday, this, this Thursday night, you know, we got the jets are playing a rod left the game. 
A-Rod left the game. Injury. That could be um, something while you never want to see happen. It's a pretty big deal for next week. You know, you don't have to face Rodgers. You get to face Zach Wilson, who I think has two interceptions already. It's looking <laughs> better next week. Already. Yes, it, it really is. And I think it's just going to be another opportunity for our defense to um, to go to work and eat. Uh, Parsons is going to need to make up for the deficit already because I think TJ Watt has three sacks um, that he got against the Niners, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so Parsons only walked away with one. Uh, you know who so- he had more, though? He had more than Joey Bosa. Mm. did have more than Joey Bosa just got paid and didn't get any sacks. So Mike is better. And, and Joseph didn't practice either. Um, okay. Let's but not stick up for Bosa here, okay? <laughs> uh, so um, it's, but it is going to be a big test for our offense. And that's why I'm happy we got to get some of the jitters out running some preseason type plays because of the blowout. We did not show them anything. Uh, so the Jets really don't have anything to go off of from our game. So we still have a lot in the bag that we could come out fresh. And uh, we're going to see a lot of the, the the coverage and schemes. And, you know, the Bills are going to are going to press push that defense for the remainder of, of tonight uh, for all they have. So we're going to be able to uh, benefit from that. So I'm, I'm pretty happy that Jets got such a test with the Bills uh, to start week one. Yeah, I'm just I'm happy, you know, right now I think we're flying high off of that 40 nothing win. Nick Bosa is not good, dude. Nick Bosa is terrible. Okay, Joey Bosa is the best Bosa. We all know that. Um but oh, did I, who said Joey? I didn't say Joey. Stop. Um but yeah, it, Dallas played great. They they covered every facet of the game. You know, they they look good. They came out, they looked the way they're supposed to. Um they handled business. What didn't need to be as hard as it was last year. Um, so I, I think that's the best takeaway from this week, right? You know, we handled business. What we've been really excited for um, all season, man, what a great, what a great way to start it out. Week one, blowout win, not worrying about it. Cooper Rush gets to come in. You know, it sounded like I could hear douche chants at Giant Stadium. Um, so you know it was a good day, right? You know it was a good weekend. Um, so like you said, we let's keep that momentum rolling in. We didn't show much that, you know, Dak was able to kind of have a not his best performance, but we didn't need it. You know, next week we'll probably need a little bit better against a better Jets team. Um, but you can't, you can't really, you can't really be upset. There's nothing I'm sure Dallas, they have the week off. Um, but, you know, you, you prep this week like Raj is going to play until they tell you he's not, but it really looks, if we're playing Zach Wilson, it should be good week two, too. You know, nobody cares about him. He's not good. <laughs> Right. I mean, he they they um, they gave up a lot to get Rodgers in, um, but Wilson Wilson is in now as we speak. And And somebody uh, said, yeah. So in the chats, Mister Mister Zach said they said it could be a Achilles now. They're saying uh, possible Achilles. Yeah. So you never you don't like to see that. You don't want to see him miss the season, but yeah, especially at that age. If that's if that's what that is, he's done. Yeah, yeah, and you wonder. I mean, you know, if the, if that has anything to do with he had a calf reported calf injury early in training camp, um, <laughs> and uh, a, you know, calf Achilles right there at one. But I don't even know if, I, if it's the same leg, so I'm just speculating. But yeah. 
Uh, excited to get into that pregame matchup. Uh, we'll do our homework, you know, to see what the Jets try to accomplish today um, outside of Aaron Rodgers, the adjustments that they made, and, um, you know, dive into that Thursday night. Yes, we will. And then, you know, we want to thank everybody that, that tuned in tonight. I want to thank everybody that, you know, viewing, you know, the numbers are fantastic. We really appreciate you guys uh, watching us and, uh, and just checking us out, you know, be a friend, tell a friend, like us, subscribe to us. You know, we do have, um, you can catch us on all social media platforms right now. We do have um, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, Cowboys Takeover Podcast, right there under Mr. Aaron James's name. That's where you're going to see all of our um social media pages please go give us a like go give us a comment you know reach out we, we do want to interact with, with people that enjoy the show um and then leave a comment and then like and subscribe on all the podcast platforms if you listen on apple podcast spotify anchor fm whatever you guys listen to like subscribe give us a comment it really just helps put us out there and then again be a friend tell a friend Cowboys fans all over the world so you know they are america team for a reason probably the world team at this point. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just put that out there and see if that catches on. Probably won't. Until next time, let's go Cowboys and enjoy, enjoy this week. Great win.